Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Everybody, we just wanted to do a quick update before we got into the show. Next week, we plan on covering the great British baking show, Holiday Season 2, which is premiering on Netflix on November 8th. Stay tuned for more British baking content. And we want to give a quick shout out to all the new listeners who joined us this week. Listeners in places such as Pennsylvania, the Czech Republic, and Ohio. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And welcome to the 2019 Quick Mix Podcast Bakey Awards. The first annual. Yes. Roll out that red carpet. Bring out your tuxes and ball gowns. <laughs> so, what is a Bakey Award? Well, during the last season, we wanted to highlight some of the bakers and bakes from the Great British Bake Off. We decided to create the Bakey to give special distinction to people who have excelled in certain categories. <laughs> we can start off with our first one. Okay. For the first category, we have Most Fashionable Baker. And for this one, just a caveat. When we say baker, this excludes Noel, who I think if we included him, he would easily win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's the most fashionable person on the show. Also, there was an episode, I read an article about that, like he wore a shirt and it was like a graphical illusion and it gave some people a headache or something. Really? Yeah, I think it's one of those uh, prints that it's like a, one of those 3D optical illusions, and his shirt was that. And some people had a headache when they were staring too much into it during the show. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Noah's not included on this, and uh, neither is Prue. I think she is by far the best dress on the show. I think she has glasses for every single outfit she wears. Oh, definitely. She's yeah. got great bright colors. She wears a lot of clunky necklaces, <laughs> <laughs> which are very cool. Yeah. She's always coordinated. And she's, she does really well standing next to Paul because Paul is bland and basic. <laughs> <laughs> I think all he wears is like a dress shirt and jeans every single time. I'm not even sure that would classify as a dress shirt. Yeah, you're right. Would it? I don't know. I he would just call that shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah, he wears a shirt every single time. Prue and Noah are excluded from this category, unfortunately. I'm going to go into my first honorable mention. It's actually Henry. Mr. Ty himself. Mm -hmm. Strong choice. So Henry made a lot of strides in uh, British Bake Off history when he started wearing a tie. He's the only person to do that. Probably because it's very hot in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not practical. Yeah, his tie wasn't functional, but if he was going for style, I think he, uh, he set some trends there with his uh, tie and shirt combinations. One specific outfit I wanted to shout out was one of the episodes he was wearing like a floral print red shirt. Yes. And a red tie. Pretty pretty fashionable, I must say. And it stuck out from everybody else just because of how fashionable it was. There was a point during the episode where he was bringing his bake up to the table. And even Noah was like, Henry's wearing a really nice shirt and a red tie. Which uh, I think Henry responded with, not right now. <laughs> He's trying to carry his bake to the table. So that's my honorable mention for this category. My honorable mention for this category is Priya. Priya. And I thought that she was one of the most smartly dressed on the yeah, show. I, I, I would agree. That's a good pick. So some of her favorites that I liked were the blue one with the small black polka dots. Mm. Uh, she had a couple of florals that were very nice. 
And she had one, I believe it was a green color with a small animal print. Yeah. And I always just thought she looked really well put together and very well fitted. Very sleek. Yes. Here's a good choice. Now that we got the honorable mentions out of the way, let's go ahead with the award. So the 2019 Biggie for Most Fashionable Baker goes to... Helena! Helena! Of course it's Helena! Yes. <laughs> I think she's the obvious pick for this category. Yes. Ever since the first episode, you could just kind of tell that she was going to be a fashionable. She, had, she was fashionable and thematic all throughout the, her run on the show. There was no one that was more true to themselves than Helena. And right. that definitely was reflected in the way that she dressed. And her true self was a golf. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it reflected in the way she dressed. It also reflected in her bakes. She's the only baker who I think like she could stand next to her bake and that could be like a magazine cover or something for Halloween. <laughs> if they have Halloween magazines. I'm sure they is do. Is that a thing? Somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, she's great. Um, I remember one bake she did specifically was the one where she had like a spider egg and just her standing next to it. I was like, yep, she's a very well put together person and she knows what she's all about. The next category is the baker who we thought should have made it further. Do you have an honorable mention for this category? I do. I don't have an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> Steph should have made it further, but she didn't. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really argue with that. I mean, Steph should have won. We all know what happened that last episode. Pretty tragic. Steph should have made it further. I agree. <laughs> and other than that, I think that's our only honorable mention. So should we move on to the award? Yes. So the 2019 award for Baker, who sh should have made it further, goes to Michelle. 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 Definitely. She won Star Baker the first episode. That's right. And she seems really strong. Like in the other episodes, I think she just had one bad weekend. Yeah, it really was never in the bottom. Yeah. And you could tell that her um, baking skills were pretty good. And for most of the run of the show... She knew what she was doing. She had a clear idea. It's just, yeah, one bad weekend. That's all it takes. Yeah, unfortunately. And Steph knows that too. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> the next category is the baker who we thought made it further than they should have. This is going to be uh, pretty contentious. Uh, my honorable mention for this, don't hate me people, is actually Henry. Mm. So I have a theory that Henry made it all the way to the quarterfinal based on charm. I think he's a fan favorite. He had some good bakes, but is he better than Helena? Is he better than Michelle? Is he better than Michael? I would say probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to diss Henry too much, but uh, he had some good bakes. I just don't think uh, he was... The the fourth best baker in the tent. I'll give you that. I'll give yeah. you that. My honorable mention, and this is a tough category, right. but it goes to Priya. Priya. Yes. So you gave her uh, most fashionable, mm -hmm. but you're saying that she went further than she should have. Yeah. 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 yeah I, she, she did always have a time. She had problems with time management, right? Right. Yeah. They, they constantly brought that up that she would always like run out of times or run out of time. That's two of our best dressed. Right. That we thought made it further than they should have. You think they made it further than they should have because they were really nicely dressed? We're going to have to do a study on yeah. previous seasons to see who are the best dressed and how far they went. I agree. This would be uh, very interesting to see these results. You did make a comment in one of our episodes that 
the best looking people were left at the very end of the I show. I think that's true. So there could be some weight to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Priya specifically, I remember one of the episodes during a technical, she barely made it. And then she made it with only like, I think it was the maid of honors. She only had three left. And then while Paul was judging it, he looked at it and he just said, moving on to the next one. <laughs> That's the first time I've actually seen, like saw Paul not actually try something. He just looked at it and he said, moving on to the next one. <laughs> so rough. So uh, yeah, Priya, maybe not the, the best uh, baker in the tent. So the the dishonor of the Bakey Award for Baker who made it further than they should have actually goes to Rosie. Rosie, I'm sorry. sorry, Rosie. I mean, with Rosie, the ambition's always there. Is she the fourth best baker in the tent? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure about that either. She did have um, lofty ambitions with a lot of her bakes. It's just that those True. ambitions were unrealized and. Uh, for some of the things that she tried to do, she didn't really successfully do them. She was really struggling toward the she end. She was struggling. And I think before she actually went out, there was a couple episodes before that, she was in trouble. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of times when she was almost on the brink of going out. Mm-hmm. And she made it all the way uh, to the near end. So, unfortunately, Rosie, you are the 2019 baker who made it further than we think should have. The next category is Most Improved Baker. <laughs> Some positivity. I like it. Yes. <laughs> Let's go there. So I have an honorable mention. My honorable mention is actually Michael. Um, when we first saw Michael in the first episode, I think he cut himself four times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he needed like four band-aids or something like that. But um, you could see after that first episode, he was less camera shy. He was more proficient. I think he even got a handshake from Paul Hollywood, which is pretty great. And the most impressive thing about Michael is that as the episodes progressed, I think he got a lot better with his flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he introduced a lot of like very uh, interesting aspects to his bakes that uh, made it very memorable for me. And I think Michael is an, a good honorable mention for most improved. So my most improved baker honorable mention goes to Alice. Alice. And I know that she won Star Baker early on. She did. But then I think she sort of hit a little bit. I wouldn't say a super rough patch, but yeah. there were in the middle there she was trying to find her feet again. And I think throughout the competition she really learned a lot and started peaking at the right time. I think so. Maybe yeah. not enough. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, th- I think you're right. I think um when I first saw her the first couple of episodes after she won Star Baker for the first time, mm-hmm. I didn't think she was a contender to take the the final or right. to take the whole season right and then at the end of the season i started to think is alice gonna take this? yeah she really started to find her stride and get good bakes going yeah and she got star baker again right before the final right she was actually the last star baker of the season so that's that's a good choice the 2019 baker award for most improved baker goes to david 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 the winner yes I mean, nobody peaked at the right time <laughs> right. than David, right? If you think Alice peaked well, look at David. Mm-hmm. I think David, in the beginning, he had some trouble with uh, some of his flavors. He also kept trying to use spice. Right, he did. Yeah. He was known as a spice boy, yes. which is a thing, apparently. Yes. He did have a little rough going out yeah. in the beginning and then also found his stride. But during his last uh, showstopper, they said... Your saffron choice in this picnic basket is amazing. 
And I think even Paul said, like, this is the right time for Spice or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, David, uh, most improved baker. I don't think you could really argue with that because he won. <laughs> and he's my favorite. Right. <laughs> right. No bias there. No bias. <laughs> the next category is favorite opening bit. All right. So we got a lot of good ones here. Um, honorable mention. No shows up in the desert. <laughs> it's a Lawrence of Arabia uh, <laughs> callback. You really have no idea what's going on. He's really into it. And then uh, Sandy comes and announces that it's dessert week. And he's like, oh, I thought it was desert week. So I think that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. My honorable mention goes to the opening bit where Sandy and Noel are talking about baking puns. Noel makes a list yes. of a playlist of baking puns. That's good. And some of the ones that he names are non-inch nails. Bun Direction. Very good. And Flan Duran. <laughs> and because I'm just a big fan of puns, I just really enjoyed this one. That was a very punny opening. <laughs> I agree with this choice. It's very good. Yes. So the 2019 Becky for best opening goes to Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. The very opening scene. Yeah, this is the obvious choice. Yes. This is where Noel played Dorothy. He looked amazing. Right? Yeah. Sandy was the Scarecrow. Yes, she was very good. Prue was the Cowardly Lion. Uh-huh. And of course, Paul was the Tin Man with no heart. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that when I first watched it. That makes <laughs> sense. And he, Paul just stood there looking not happy, and I think it was pretty perfect. Yes. Yeah. I also want to highlight Noah's Dorothy again. No. Dorothy. You wouldn't think it would work. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, when I think of opening uh, sequences from this season, that's probably the one that sticks out the most to me. The next category is funniest moment. We have a couple of honorable mentions. Um, This is a great category. I had a lot of fun just thinking about this, but narrowing it down, one of the honorable mentions I had was when it's 1920s week and Paul goes to Peru. And he asked her, how was it like in the 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of mean of Paul, but also very funny. My honorable mention also comes from the 1920s week. And that is when Noel was talking to Priya about Priya's kids watching the show. Oh, yeah. And I remember this. they were talking about Priya being kidnapped by a vampire <laughs> with an Ewok, an angry polar bear, and a glamorous posh lady. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was a good one. I thought Noel did a great job of describing not only himself, but Sandy, yeah. Paul, and of course, Prue. Right. That's who they're referring to. <laughs> and the bakey for funniest moment goes to Helena and the Fly. Yes. Yes. Hilarious. Do you remember this? I do. I think this is where there's a fly going around Helena. Prue is talking to her? Prue, yes. Yeah. And Helena says, the fly is attracted to me. Because I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best line ever. Yeah. So totally falling into her uh, goth uh, persona. Mm-hmm. She's the most stylish person. And also had the funniest line of the season, I think. Definitely a good one. Yeah. That's one of my favorite favorites. <laughs> <laughs> and it came so naturally to her. Because I think she, you know, she lives like a goth. And that's the lifestyle she lives. She, she honestly feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Helena. Yes. The next category is Most Ambitious Bake. 
So I do have honorable mention for this. It is Rosie's Biscuit Week Chicken. It was a chicken made out of biscuits. <laughs> yes. And he had to use 212 Thule biscuits. So many pieces. Yeah, so many pieces. It's like a puzzle. I think she uh, she's very ambitious and she's decided to go for it. And I think it was a, a bake that was very demanding and challenging. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it came out that well, but uh, um, you have to admire her ambition. I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. My honorable mention for most ambitious bake goes to Alice's Save Our Oceans. Yes. And the reason why that I picked this one was because I thought it was at a time of the competition where she really had to go for broke. And I believe she did. Although it wasn't a perfect bake, she had a lot of really good elements in it. Yeah, I specifically remember all the... the she had like coral inside. Coral, starfish, shells. And it's also large on the larger yeah, side. Yeah, Alice always makes big bakes. Yes. You won't go hungry if <laughs> Alice is baking something for you. That's really important. I remember she had some problems with the, I think, the, the, the display case on it. Yeah, it wasn't perfectly clear. But she, I mean, that thing took like it took a lot of work and she definitely went for it. Yeah. And that's why she's my honorable mention. Good job, Alice. So the 2019 bakey for most ambitious bake goes to Rosie. Rosie, congratulations. I think Rosie dominates this category. Um, she was honorable mention in her mm-hmm. own category mm-hmm. <laughs> with, the, with the chicken biscuit uh, sculpture. And I think the one that we agreed on that uh, was super ambitious was her Sarawak cake. Yes, definitely. So her Sarawak cake was already super challenging. Mm-hmm. All the contestants uh, kind of were intimidated by it. And she decided to make it even harder for herself. And create like a very intricate triangle design pattern on the inside. Mm-hmm. And it was super ambitious. Yeah, most people did like a basic kind of a crisscross yeah. of layers. But she cut into it to try to get some geometry going on. Yeah, and it looks super complicated because I would not know where to start with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just looking at the illustration for what she attempted, it looks super impressive. I think in the end, um, it might have been too ambitious. And when she presented it, um, the judges had some qualms with it. But they agreed that you can't deny the ambition from Rosie for this bake. Mm -hmm. Generally, Rosie, I think, was a very ambitious baker. She just went for the stars and sometimes landed in the moon. We're coming down to our final three categories. It's favorite signature bake, favorite technical bake, and favorite showstopper bake. And for these ones, we're going to do them a little bit differently. We're going to discuss the contenders. And formally announce our picks on our Instagram page. That's right. Follow our Instagram at Quick Mix Podcast. No spaces. And now on to our favorite signature bake. So our first contender is actually from Michael. It was his Carillon Starbridge Share and Terror. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looked like um like a pizza, but except for it was twisted, and it had a mango chutney. It looked delicious. Beautiful red coloring. Yeah, red coloring. The design looked amazing. Mm -hmm. I would definitely want to eat that. Um, I remember watching it and getting hungry. (laughs) All tearing and no sharing. Yeah, no, it would be tearing and gaining calories for me. (laughs) I would not share it, but Michael did a great job with this one. Our second contender comes from David, and it's his A Kick of Lemoncello Cake. Lemoncello, yes. Yes. And this one, in my opinion, was one of the most beautiful cakes that was served. 
It had those bluish purple edible flowers. Yeah. It had a wonderful glaze, that drizzly glaze on top. Yeah. It was like lemon. That lemon rind. Yes. Yeah. Had beautiful poppy inside. And yeah. the judges just really ate this one up. Yeah. Lemoncello is a good choice. And I was super interested in this bake just because I had Lemoncello for the first time a couple of months ago when I went to Italy for the first time. Mm. We got it served to us after our meals. And I believe it's an after dinner alcohol because mm, okay. they have alcohol before dinner during dinner and after dinner and this was the alcohol to end your meal so it was kind of sweet and i remember liking it then i saw david made that cake with it and i was like you know what good choice david <laughs> <laughs> good choice on choosing uh this lemon alcohol to throw in your cake david's really good at making those boozy cakes yeah and our final contender for best signature bake is helena her ghost cake do you remember this cake? That was the cutest cake. It's hard to forget because it just looked like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and there was that. Yeah. I remember during this episode, they had the signature. Everybody made their cakes. And they all looked like cakes except Helena, <laughs> which was just like an expression of herself. True to form. Her baking style. Her awesome golf uh, chic. I think yeah, it, was, it was a great cake. Great yeah. signature. And now on to our favorite technical bake. So our first contender is from David, his Moroccan pie. If you remember this, this was the one with uh, the Warka pastry. That's right. And inside was like a curry chicken. Chicken curry, yep. Yeah, it looked delicious. Very flaky. Yeah. The Warka pastry looked especially flaky, buttery. David won the technical for this. That's right. That's why, that's why I remember this one. And I just remember it also being delicious. We covered this one, this episode on the podcast, mm-hmm. and this was my pick on that podcast episode for what I would like to eat the most. That still stands. I still <laughs> want to eat it. Give me some of that worker pastry. <laughs> Our second contender goes to Henry, and it's for his veggie burger baps. Mr. Ty made a burger bap. Huh? That's right. And I like it because I like to say veggie burger baps. Veggie burger baps. <laughs> and this was one where they had to basically make a hamburger bun. And then they also had to make a veggie burger, hmm. right? But yeah. 90% of the judging went into the BAP. And I didn't even know that a BAP was a bun. A BAP is a bun? Isn't it? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> veggie burger, BAPs. Uh-oh, that's the official theme song yeah. for... <laughs> I mean, I love burgers. Burger BAPs. I love burgers. If I'm going to a restaurant and I see a burger on the menu, it's a contender for what I'm going to eat. <laughs> Good job, Henry. And he did the best job, I think, of putting everything together and making it look like the original. Nice. Veggie burger bats. And our final contender for this category, best technical bake, goes to Steph. So there was an episode, I think it was during Dairy Week, where they were supposed to make Maids of Honor. Mm. And everybody did terrible. <laughs> And stuff came out on top because it turned out looking amazing. And it had this really nice intricate design on the top. It used a stencil and some powdered sugar. Oh, to make the rose. Yeah. The Tudor rose. The Tudor rose. Yes. Yeah, that, that's right. I think she did a great job. And the, this was stuff at her prime, um, excelling in the technical. And th- I also remember this um, technical just because Priya did so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And everybody else, but uh, yeah, Steph shined. By far, hers was the least terrible Yeah, and that's she won the technical because of that, because <laughs> it was the least terrible. So good job, Steph. We have our three contenders for best technical bake. I think they're all good ones. And last but not least, our favorite showstopper bake. 
So we had a lot of good showstoppers this season. But one of our contenders is one that I'll never forget. Because I'm afraid of snakes. <laughs> True story. Yeah. So David made a snake uh, bake. The snake looked amazing. There was an egg in it. And when you cut into the egg, gummy gummy worms came out. Or gummy snakes. They're gummy snakes. Gummy snakes. <laughs> and I am definitely afraid of snakes. But even I wanted to eat this one. It was really cool looking. And the idea of uh, cracking in an egg and having gummy snakes come out of it is terrifying, but he made it look good. So (laughs) somehow he did the impossible. He made me want to eat something that looked like a snake. And just for that, I think uh, David is a contender for this award. And our second contender is Alice. For her chocolate and coconut New Zealand lamb. Not bad, Alice. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) And this one she did early on in the competition, and I thought it was the cutest thing. It really made her stand out as a baker to me. It was super cute because it was a small yard. Big lamb. (laughs) Very simple idea. She executed it really well. Not the most free range of lambs. No, that uh, lamb did not have uh, room to roam and frolic. But it looked very happy. It was a happy lamb. It was. And I think this piece helped seal her getting Star Baker that week. I think so, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. We were all impressed by it. It was very cute. Um, we felt as happy as the lamb in there. <laughs> <laughs> And our final contender for best showstopper goes to Steph. Steph made a trophy lava bomb, which looked amazing. It had a chocolate mirror glaze, which I could almost see myself smiling that when was I was shiny. looking at it. Yes. <laughs> and I love coffee. So the combination of chocolate mousse, um, I think there was like peanut butter on the outside, mm-hmm. and that chocolate. This bake was the bomb. <laughs> the bomb. Who dropped the bomb on me? Steph did. With her trophy bomb. <laughs> I looked in the man in the mirror and I saw Steph's trophy bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Steph. And those are our contenders for favorite signature bake, favorite technical bake, and favorite showstopper bake. To find out who we gave the Baker Award to, visit our Instagram page at Quick Mix Podcasts. Awards show is over. We, we made it. I can finally take off this tuxedo and this tie. Let's go to the after parties. After party. I heard Henry's having one. Uh-oh. Ties back on. Ties back on. <laughs> Bye, guys. 